You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams. I'm a home organizer, speaker, community creator, and owner of Tidy Revival. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is a podcast not for little ears. If your kiddos are in the room, please pause now. Our podcast has an explicit rating. We're going deep on this show. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started. So today I am talking with my content manager, Brittany McLean. This is part two of our conversation. So if you missed part one, I would highly recommend going back to last week's episode so you can check out all the goodness. Let's just go ahead and dive on into part two with Brittany. Let's talk about some other favorite Teddy revival moments from the last year because we have the podcast. We're talking about the podcast. We're recording the podcast right now. But Tidy Revival started as an in-home service-based business. I still work in-home with clients every week, and that is like the major chunk of what I do. But then there's these other things with the club and the podcast that are really more for, I want to say, everybody in like a geographical sense. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be hyper-local to me to enjoy or take part in these aspects. I don't know if this is a fun fact, but little fact, Brittany, her role as content manager is podcast, social media, and a lot of aspects of the club, which do not think that I have forgotten about that. There's a lot of content inside the club where Brittany is creating different graphics and we're collaborating on what we want our tidy hacks of the week to look like and just that whole content schedule and getting that out and creating engaging posts every single month. We have a very intentional calendar that goes along with that too. So she handles a lot of everything that's more, again, geographically broad internet facing. And then anything having to do with like client reach out, scheduling, follow up in the home, all of that is stuff that I take care of. Then the third member of our team is an errand runner who I see about once a week. She runs a plethora of errands from me from donations to container store runs to more specialized donations, getting those out of my garage on a regular basis. So that is our tiny team and I love it so much. The point is there's a lot more that goes on a tidy revival besides the podcast. So yeah. I'll let you kick this off too after my little rant about what we do. What are some of your favorite moments from this last year? I am still blown away that it's been a year. I know. Huge, huge, amazing. I remember first starting this and being like, okay, we're going for it. We have grown so much as Tidy Revival in the past year. The entire time I've been here, the growth and the client and student focus of what is needed, not what do I want to put out, but what is needed in this community has been so cool to watch and be a part of. The podcast was a piece of that because Mm -hmm. so many people had been talking to you about, this is great. Put this info out here. We all want more, Carly. (laughs) We all want more, Carly. Peer pressure. The peer pressure was high. (laughs) So it's been fun to get to be a part of that and get to see all the conversational stuff that we get to have, the relational and getting to see how everything grows and Mm -hmm. changes and evolves. And it's not just, let's try this. Everything is so intentional within Mm -hmm. Tidy Revival as a whole. Everything Tidy Revival, you are intentional and you are focused on the person that you are working for, working with getting to be a part of figuring out what that is. Over the last year, I feel like we have been really bold. That was like a word that just sticks out to me is it's been a year of being bold when maybe the couple years before that were a lot more 
overwhelmingly so chaotic, it was hard to be bold in life. So mm-hmm. like getting to be in Tidy Revival and be bold and try new things and then watch them take root mm-hmm. is just so cool. That's definitely something I've seen within our social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I came on, you had an incredible social media presence already following the people, the content. It was high quality. It was just too much for you. It was, <laughs> it was spread too thin. And so yeah. getting to come in and say, I don't have this background. However, I have the desire to put out your voice. Mm-hmm. I want to support and getting to do that and see how it worked mm-hmm. has been so much fun. The tidy hacks are kind of what stick out to me. Oh my gosh. When I, that when so I think of fun. it, cause that's what we started on. Like when yeah. we first on our first interview, it was like, I want to get into TikTok and tidy hacks and sharing the tips. Those are the things people are asking for is like, what little keys will help me remember these tips, the tools. Mm-hmm. So getting to be a part of the tidy hacks, we started on TikTok <laughs> and have put that out on social And there's so much more than just what we put on social that the idea of getting to really hone in and be like, what is the best? So you get all the info out here on social and then honing it in for the club and simplifying even more. Seeing how the tidy hacks have got to shift from the reels and the TikToks and the things that are really fun to make. So fun. So fun. And at the same time, TikTok, reels, all that, it can be noise. Like it's a time filler for people. So getting to go into the club where everyone is like, I am here because I need accountability here. I Mm -hmm. need to feel like I'm not alone. Yeah. And getting to be a part of that and bring the tidy hacks more regularly into the Mm -hmm. community has been really cool because it is those tiny chunks. I can do that today. Oh yeah, this reminds me. And bringing that into all aspects of Tidy Revival, it's kind of cool that over the last year, the Tidy Hacks have really melded into, they found their spot where it can go out to the world and it can also stay in this community in a way that is so engaging, just makes it seamless. It's really fun. I love the Tidy Hacks. I've really appreciated how you've taken, because on the back end, I don't know if this is interesting for anyone else, but I'm just going to tell you what we did. So (laughs) we used to have our course community, and then we did a really big survey earlier this year. If you've been following along for a while, you remember this spring, we had a big survey where we really wanted to hone in on what our existing audience liked and what they don't like, what they care about, what they don't give shits about. And from there, take all that data and make some information-based decisions on how to move forward because we felt like the course community wasn't necessarily the best use of our energy in the way that it was structured at the time. And it just wasn't growing in the way that we had hoped or planned. But the world was also shifting and it was created in 2020. So fair enough. So we decided to move forward with the club, which was basically taking the things that were the most engaging and the most important to folks and letting go of the rest, taking a bunch of bells and whistles, letting them go, lowering the price point dramatically, and then relaunching it. We basically took the information that we were giving in the course, but instead of having it in that structure, we just made what are the meat and potatoes of what we would give What are we hoping are your biggest, biggest takeaways from the course? And then instead taking that, putting them into the bite-sized chunks and giving them out in weekly doses in this other way. 
And you have done a beautiful job of recycling and honing in on that messaging and putting it out there in the club. And it's sparking a lot of conversations. Like the conversations that are happening in the club right now are bringing, they make my heart so happy. Because to your point, it really is a place where people know that they are not alone and that everyone in there is going through the same thing. I'm always really transparent. I started this because of an organization, a decluttering, a transformational journey in my own life. So I have been in your shoes and everyone is starting where they start. It's a judgment-free zone. We want it to be a very inclusive, open environment and people are able to share where they're at without needing to put on this social media filter of, oh, everything, everything's great. They can be like, I am in the freaking thick of it right now. And you know what? I'm making some progress and everyone is here to cheer you on. Not all in the same stage of life either, which is kind of great that it's not just moms in the toddler kiddo age. Yes. It is teachers. It is grandmas. There's even been husbands or spouses. And while we are typically women, the ability for people to come in who are like-minded needing these resources, needing this sounding board, it's really great. What we have honed in on in that group is when you think about the notes you take, Like if you're in a class, you take notes and you always write those takeaways, those ahas, those Mm -hmm. like, what's going to help me remember this content? Yep. And I feel like that is the club now. Like we we have it in there in that one group so that if people don't have to go other places, Yep. They can be like, okay, I have a question. I go here. Or, oh, look, I got a notification from the group. Oh, sweet. There's a new tidy hack for today. It helps quickly stick a little reminder note in your head. It's like a concentrated eyedropper. Yeah. Or like the sweetener that I use for my coffee where I'm like, I just need just a little, little bit. That's enough. Little dabble do ya. Mm-hmm. Because we know in life we can always be more, do more, want to be more, want to get more done. Yeah. I would love my house to be perfectly organized and decluttered at all times. And that's not real life because there are four humans and a dog. Woof. Yeah. Not the same. <laughs> Looking around my office right now. Oh my gosh, Brittany. You'll love it. It's just bags of products. Mm-hmm. And it it ebbs and flows based on what Mm -hmm. projects are happening. Things have to get returned and coming in. And I'm not going to put this all in my closet if it's literally leaving tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's what I do too. Yeah. But I feel better about it. Now that I have that, it's not, I have my piles. Oh, I definitely have my my donation pile back there. Like we have those, but I don't have guilt about them anymore because I know that I know what that pile is and I know where it's going. Yes. It just hasn't been done yet. Like totally less of that when you have seen in the beginning, that corner was really stressful for me because it was a mountain and it doesn't feel like a mountain anymore. It's a corner. And it was like a doom pile where you're like, who who the heck knows what is in that pile? We have to go Mm -hmm. through it. And then that's kind of like, how long is it going to take? What is in there? Is there anything Mm -hmm. that's really pressing that I've just lost in there? If you take those corners and then you times that by 30 or 50 or 100 or 200, it can feel really overwhelming. But we've all had those moments or those spaces or the corners or the closets or the rooms or the tables. Yeah, the (laughs) The laundry basket. Yes. 
that is just so great to be like, yeah, these things became systems without even really being the main focus. It can never be the main focus of your home, right? And so organization, yeah. like as much as I would love it to be, <laughs> yeah. I would love to have a perfectly manicured home that was cleaned by someone else. But that's not real life. Because then it can kind of turn into a OCD situation. 100%. You're like, no, be a little out of place. Too sterile. And then we'll get into my background. <laughs> I hear this a lot. All organizers hear this a lot. Your house must be perfect. I'm like, that's not, we're not striving for a perfect here. I can't because I promised my therapist I would work on it. Yeah, right. I have been advised very quickly. Yeah. That will drive you crazy. Yeah, totally. I'm so happy to share with you one of Tidy Revival's preferred vendors, Retold Recycling. It's an amazing service that sends prepaid envelopes straight to your door that you can fill with all the textiles you're hoping to keep out of the landfill but didn't know how to do it. Everything from old underwear, socks, rags, and so much more, they'll sort and send to thrift stores, donation centers, recyclers, resellers, and upcyclers. They're proud to say that nothing will go from your retold bag to the landfill. Learn more at retoldrecycling.com or at the handy link in our show notes and use code TIDYREVIVAL10 for 10% off your order. Well, let's talk about a few specific tidy hack type things that have been light bulb moments or things that we've taken from the community that we've implemented at home. Since I keep making you kick it off, I'll kick it off this time. Okay. I went through and looked at some tidy hacks and I was like, oh my gosh, we do do that. Like that's has been real helpful thing in our own home. One is saying no when your plate is full. I did that this week. It feels so good when you're like, you know what? I am not going to have the mental or physical energy to do all the things and that's okay. So if I'm feeling like there's a possibility that I might be tapped out, what can leave? For example, tonight there's a networking event that I do love, but tomorrow I have an all-day session out of town. So I need to drive, be fully on for a double session day and then have the energy to drive home afterwards. So I'm not going tonight. I'm going to conserve my energy. I'm not going to worry about it. It's fine. There's going to be other ones. No one will miss me. It's fine. The GTFO bin, which Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite things in the world. And I was telling a client about that. She said if her kids ask her, she's going to call it the get the fluff out. She's going to say Mm -hmm. fluff is another word for clutter. I (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I was like, that's so smart. She's like, no, I'm keeping the label. So GTFO, as we all know, means get the fuck out. So it's the things that are in your house that you know need to leave. So in my house, it's a couple items that a friend left. It's some souvenirs from a trip where we haven't seen those people yet to give it to them. It's the Tupperware that needs to go to my sister's house. It's what else is in there right now? A book that needs to go to a family member. These are all real life things that are in or around the bin because it's overflowing at the moment. Or around. I like that. Because the dads get that way sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, there's a bin and then there's two more bags next to it, but they're all corralled in this spot for the same reason they will be leaving. That way, when we do leave, I know where they are. I don't have to be like, wait, where was that? Is it in my closet? Did I shove it in this other corner? That's the home, even though what's in it is kind of revolving. That can be a good type of system to implement for things like library books too. Things that are in and out and in and out. But if you have a spot where they can be corralled, then when you need them, you know where they are. Uh, So that's been really helpful. And then the space rule we use constantly. I think about it like a cat. You know how they say with a cat, like if I fits, I sits. 
Well, if it doesn't fit, if it's overflowing from the space in which you want to keep a thing, whether that is your dresser, your closet, a cabinet in your kitchen, if you don't have enough room to put everything away because everything is overflowing, then if we re-examine what is inside and let go of enough so that it fits, I'm not saying your house has to be perfect all the time. That's, that's fine that it's not. But if things have a home and you're able to put it all away so that when you do want to put it all away, you can, it will change your life and Mm -hmm. your whole life because it changed mine is how I know that. (laughs) So yeah, we use that constantly and it informs a lot of decisions from whether or not I'm going to keep as many you know, a certain amount of clothes to how big of a bulk am I buying my paper towels in so that I don't have huge amounts of overflow when I don't use that many paper towels. Jars. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The jars. I just got another jar recently. I watched my daughter be like, but you got to keep this one too yesterday. And I was like, but look at the ones we have. Like, I love that jar. I don't need it. Which one should we trade if we want to keep it? Like it is that like we could keep everything. So, you know, I love recycling candles. Shout out to Fish and Ship Craft Co. here in Sacramento. She does candle refills and it's great. But like my empties area has gotten a little bit much. And I'm like, I need to revamp this because how many is enough? How many candles will I really refill at once? Mm -hmm. Is it 20? I doubt it. Maybe I just need to recycle some of this. I need to figure it out. And sometimes we sit on that question for a while. (laughs) It's like, I know that one's coming. Yeah. I know that's getting into numbers rule territory, which is on your list. So I'll let you take it away from here. Oh, yes. The numbers rule is one in our family that I think is probably the hardest to follow. We're still working on honing that. And that's where it's like some of those are projects that you go, I'm working on. We don't know the number yet. Yeah. But I know that's one we're working on. And just that's helped with some of my feelings of anxiety when it comes to too much stuff is like, that's a project. And I'm aware of that project. Mm -hmm. Like that project's coming. But I've also been able to let go of things in so much more joyful ways. What is like, yeah, I do love all of these bags. I love 31 bags, the big totes. Oh, yeah. Carry all the beach stuff with and carry all the stuff to Christmas with. Mm -hmm. Just you can fit anything in those bags. I love them. I have so many. Yeah. There are things you don't need. And in our family, there's a number, especially with bags. So where I go, I never carry or take more than four or more than five of these. Mm -hmm. So which ones are my favorite? And then passing on the others has been so like, oh, yeah, no, I love this bag. It's so cute. Who can we give it to because I don't use it with the numbers where I feel like that is when I pulled on to right away because I went, I can remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there are some things I need a million of. Yeah. I can't think of what they are off the top of my head, but yeah, <laughs> if I could keep having them, I'll keep having them. But the majority of stuff, I feel like we collect over time. A lot of them are like the first that you bought. And then you're like, oh, that really was 25 years ago. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. How many of these are collections over time that are huge? Yeah. That kind of leads to my other favorite tidy hacks. Keep it if you cry. Like some things I have because I've had for a long time. And then I'm like, but this one I don't need anymore. I've just held it because I've had it for a long time. 
they're not special. They're just nice. And I'll pass on those things. Like it gives me confidence in decluttering things. And then it gives me the modeling for the kids that they're seeing me do it. They're seeing me ask these questions. They're seeing me sit on stuff for a while where I do have piles that I'm in the middle of figuring out. It shows the kids it's okay to do that. It's okay to be in the middle of a project. You just can't have the middle of your project take over your home. Where can this sit? Because I'm not done, but it's because I'm thinking. Often I feel like in a home with kids, we're thinking of multiple things at a time. Oh, totally. And then some in, somebody else's thinking about will come in. Hey, like yeah. Kiki, my daughter, Kiki is what we call her. She'll come in and she'll ask me questions about things. And then I'll leave that project for a second. Getting to show them, oh, wait, I'm just going to move this over. Now I can help you. Yeah. Like is giving, I'm watching her rearrange her room constantly right now. Oh, that's so sweet. It is in the middle of being a little more messy than I would like in that process, but I'm watching her make these kind of decisions on her own. So I'm stepping back and going, this is her domain. This is her room. Let's see how this goes. And then offer the port if it's starting to feel a little overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come in and go what things can we work on how can I help you I love this here can you help so I can have space to vacuum still totally totally um, what would you like here a lot of times it's picking up something to clean and then putting it back because that's what she she has her vision so often our kids really do have a vision that they're working on and we just want to clean it yeah we want to put it away we want it gone and I do but we live here. Yeah. If I'm getting to watch them pick up things and then start to corral them, I'm like, ooh, look, she's getting that. It's the pieces and the clicks that for me, the tidy hacks, I feel like I'm getting to watch them in real time yeah. actually be applied. Totally. So cool. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I could go on for hours about all this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, likewise. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. As we wrap up, I wanted to touch on a couple of things that we're looking forward to in the next year. Obviously, so looking forward to seeing what happens in the club and what happens next as we grow. But even more than that, just as the folks in the club grow and as we're sharing and caring and helping and giving advice and listening and cheering. I'm so excited for that. What are some of the things you're excited for in the next year? I'm really excited to see just knowing how much has happened over the year. I'm in this space in life where it's like embrace not knowing what's coming next, not being along for the ride because I'm a control person. Like Uh in my heart, I'm a, I like things to fit in their compartments and Uh I'm learning that that is not real life. Okay. Same, (laughs) same, same. Yeah. You know, so the idea that we are intentional in our moments and then open with where they're going to take us is so fun in life. It's awesome in my role because I'm supporting Tidy Revival. So I get to be intentional in the work that we do today and then be really excited to see where that vision takes us. Mm -hmm. Just knowing how much one year of the podcast was like, that was a, we've grown far more than I could have ever envisioned seeing where another year takes us Mm -hmm. in the club, getting to see how people are It's just so seamlessly fitting together that I'm really excited to see where another year takes us. 
Yeah, same. Yeah. I feel excited. Like now that this year is going to be I'm like, how many years is this? This year is going to be six years for the Tide Revival anniversary. Knowing that my business started with the first client. Instagram, mm -hmm. you start with one follower. Your newsletter list, you start with, well, in my case, my media family. And you know, the podcast, you get your first listen and things can grow from there. You never know where it's going to take you, but it all starts with the same nugget. It's exciting to see where it goes. This year, I have not booked any of these conversations yet at the time of this recording, but these are the folks, these are the conversations that I'm looking forward to having. So I won't name names. I've had a lot of conversations with people potentially, but it's not booked. I'm looking forward to having conversations with folks about things like boundaries, gift giving and receiving and setting boundaries around that, early childhood educators and where your kiddo is developmentally and how that relates to home organization. Because these are things that I see all the time. Talking with a friend about how tiny actions lead to big results and more about what happens when you donate things, giving people resources and learning more about sustainability as far as like donations. So these are some of the things I'm looking forward to. They're coming. I'm working on it and I'm excited. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, you know what I really want to know about? Just DM us, man. We love to hear from you and we love to hear what you're hoping to hear about because that absolutely will inform future episodes of the podcast and we're open to it. So yes. DM us anytime. This episode is brought to you by The Club, our private community. This is where you can go to ask a thousand decluttering and organizing questions in a judgment-free, inclusive space where people get it. I'm in there to help you along the way, and we're all cheering each other on. You get weekly tips and prompts, accountability, and all the support you need to move forward, all at a low monthly price with no commitment. Learn more at tidyrevival.com. As we close up, it is our anniversary episode, as we've mentioned a hundred times. So we haven't asked for you. We would love for you to share the podcast with a friend or on your social media. And if you could please leave us a rating and review, we would really appreciate it because this is super helpful for us to grow and spread the word about the podcast, which in turn helps our numbers. And as we're looking to grow and have this be a financially viable aspect of my small business, your support really, really helps us in a very tangible way to make that a reality. So thank you so much in advance. And if you find our work helpful, we would love for you to share, rate, and review. Thank you again so much for being here today, Brittany. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I know that we will have you back in the future. We will not wait a year next time. If anyone's listening to this and has behind the scenes questions about Tidy Revival and how we do things, feel free to let us know. Maybe we do can ask us anything. Love it. Thank you for tuning in today. If you want to learn more about the work I do with people one-on-one -on -one, or more about our private community, The Club, where you can also get weekly tips, prompts, accountability, and ask me unlimited questions, head to tidyrevival.com to get all the info you need. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you'll always have access to the latest show. We would also love to hear from you. If you have takeaways to share, tag us at Tidy Revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, or DM us anytime. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Harley Adams, and edited by Brittany McLean. Title song Maverick is by Dresden the Flamingo. And until next time, remember that you got this. <laughs>